Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable, and that's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back, and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of China. About once or twice a month, I try to get together with Rabbi Miles Weiss to share about what's taking place in the area between the walls. We call it the wall-to-wall podcast between the Great Wall of China and the Western Wall of Jerusalem. This is a podcast. We I did an interview earlier with... Um, Rabbi Miles Weiss, but I was not able to do an introduction. I just had to get on the phone and just start talking to him. The things that he reveals to us about Syria, the things that he reveals to us about the opening of the embassy in the United States are always very insightful for everyone that downloads our podcast. And we got him on the phone only for 10 minutes. So this podcast is not going to be a long one. This is Miles Weiss. Okay. Hey, Miles, brother. It's good to have you back. Uh, welcome back to the Back to Jerusalem program. I know that you have a really short time, so we're just going to jump right into this. The news has been flooded with a lot of things that have been taking place with Israel and Iran, specifically in Syria, with the opening of the embassy, with um, the re- the revelation of the all of the nuclear plans that Iran has been working on that Israel actually released. People have been listening to the Wall to Wall podcast specifically for information that you know your insight on what's been taking place so with that and in 10 minutes or less than 10 minutes um just want to hear your thoughts what can people pray for and what what does this kind of what does this mean with all of this stuff hitting at a high volume rate well, you know, we know that the overarching reality is that the chess pieces are getting in place to fulfill biblical prophecy. While that's happening, there are things going on behind the scenes that are underreported and that are not coming out clearly in the press that have to do with the, the size and strength of Israel's response to the encroachment of Iran into Syria and threatening of Israel's borders. So I've been speaking with someone, a friend of mine in Israel, and I got this report from him that's really succinct and very helpful. He says, hey, all is cool, nothing to get carried away about, just another day in paradise. Now, this guy is in the north uh, under fire. He said, I don't know what the media is saying, but here's the real scoop. And this is what I was going to tell you anyway. You know, remember a month ago, the Israelis took out a hangar filled with chemical weapons. And, and at the time, they killed about... Uh, they killed a number of Iranians that were high-ranking, about eight high-ranking Iranian uh, soldiers and uh, leaders that are leading the insurrection in Syria. That they they were taken out at that time. They were killed, and so that began the the, the attempt by Iran to make a show of coming back at the IDF and at Israel. They were looking for revenge, and. The, the presence, their presence there is, you know, you've seen pictures of it. I could send it to you again, but you've seen the pictures of the Persian Crescent. There's, a, there's been a move over these last decades 
about a decade and a half, but it seriously took root under the last administration of the U.S. because we were so weak on foreign policy. There's been this building of a crescent of power, a Persian crescent, so to say, from Iran around the bend up into Lebanon that touches all the surrounding nations. You know that because you have people working in some of those countries to bring the gospel and to bring help, relief to persecuted Christians and preach the gospel of Muslims. So you understand that, that there is this, this Shia crescent that is taking place in what were, some of which were formerly Sunni countries. But the, uh, the groups that are aligned with Iran, the Hezbollah in the north and Hamas in the south, they have been so infiltrated by Israeli intelligence that they, the, the Israelis knew what was coming, what was next. You know, there's a, over 100,000 rockets in Lebanon that are pointed at Israel by Hezbollah. It used to be when I first started going to Israel, it was a few thousand, now it's 100,000 rockets. It's very serious. And from the Syrian border, which is right over the northeast side of Israel, there was that salvo of rockets that came out of a truck that came towards the Golan Heights. And when that happened, the idea of shot down some of the rockets, uh, this, this last barrage was in the last day or so. There were 20 rockets that were sent from Syria to, into Israel. They were knocked down by the Israelis. The, the Iron Dome took out four of them, and the others fell short of the Golan territory. But what we haven't heard, because Israel is being quiet and Iran is so humiliated, they're being quiet, is the Israelis went back with tremendous force. And they hit 50 bases in Syria. They have done a severe blow that is being underreported. They've done a severe blow to the uh, Iranian presence in Syria. So everybody's trying to figure out what happens now. Now, you may have heard Netanyahu say it's better to fight them now than when they get nuclear weapons. Thankfully, President Trump made the decision to pull out of the Iranian deal the Iranian nuclear that President Obama set up, including funding it, which we did. And uh, so now there's been a, a conventional war has begun, has taken place in a battle. But you know, in the history of modern Israel, they, they come in very hard and they have a very short time that they do it. And so that's, I hope, what's going on now. I think there's been severe damage done to the Iranian presence in Syria. And we'll see what the reaction is when... On Monday, when there's the, uh, um, is it Monday? Let's see. Today's my birthday, the 10th, 11, 12. Hey, happy Monday. birthday, bro. That's, uh, that's awesome. Happy, sorry to make you work on your birthday, call you up and, and, and have you join us for wall to wall. Um, oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. I was not calling to interview you. I was calling to wish you a happy birthday. It just so happened that you started talking about Syria. Well, yeah, well, whenever I get around you, I can't stop talking about stuff that really matters. So thank you for the well wishes. But the fact is that this is so important that uh, President Trump has acknowledged Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, the ancient capital of Israel, just the facts on the ground, verified by history, archaeology, extra-biblical sources, and the Bible, no question about that. And not only so, he's actually moving the embassy. And I think when last time we spoke, I said, uh, maybe it was two times ago, I thought, well, he can make the statement as a campaign promise and or as a statement in 2017, but he can kick this down the road for four years and let the next president or himself in four years deal with it. But son of a gun, he actually is doing it on May 14th, the actual American or Western 
celebration. Now, we already had the actual Hebraic celebration in April, April 19th, I think it was, which was the actual Hebraic calendar of 70 years of Israel's birth. But now, on May 14th, we celebrate the UN's acknowledgement on the Western calendar. And son of a gun, he's moving the embassy that day. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I mean that that for for us was has been huge news because now they're trying they're saying that Trump will, might even be there during the opening of that embassy. I just heard him speak in um Indiana today. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, maybe we can end on that. What does that mean uh for uh, someone like the American president to to be so vocal open about recognizing Israel as the the cap or J- Jerusalem as the Isra- as Israel's capital and and possibly even even being present during the opening? Well, we, we've seen moments like this. Obviously, Harry Truman in 1948, and then there were moments for Richard Nixon and moments for for um, uh, moments along the way of presidents acknowledging or acquiescing or being seemingly to be pro-Israel. But this is a very strong statement that is, prof- oh, I would say, prophetic in nature. Because uh, I believe that, you know, I believe that the blessing on the United States is not only our Judeo-Christian roots, but also because we've been a blessing to missions around the world, and also centrally because we've been a blessing to Israel. So it's a huge, it's a huge statement. I, I would be very, uh, he surprises me every day, but I would be very surprised if he actually shows up, in a sense because it's almost a bigger move for him not to have to go because it's such a business-as-usual thing. Uh, cosmically or, or globally, he, by not showing up, he's saying, hey, this is, a, this is a done deal. This is something that my representatives and the ambassadors, the people who will serve there, they can handle this because it's something that's just natural because it's so obviously true that Jerusalem is the capital. But if he does show up, that would be fascinating to me because they are expecting some kind of hullabaloo uh, as we say in Israel, Balagan in Hebrew, it's a, like a traffic jam. We're expecting, you know, there's going to be some reaction. The question is how organized and how vociferous will the opposition be to the moving of the embassy? Is there going to be uh, real problems on the Gaza border in the north? We, we don't know yet. Uh, I don't know. But we'll know on Monday. All right, bro. Well, it was great to have these golden minutes with you. Thank you so much for taking the time, and happy birthday. Thank you very much. God bless you and all you're doing. And uh, people can find me at mkhop.org. Miles and Catherine, House of Peace, mkhop.org. And uh, I, I have an update actually going out this week, today actually, an update that uh, explains a lot of these things in much more detail, including the eschatology or the end times theology of Iran and why it's playing out the way it is playing out. <laughs> Dang, only 10 minutes. I wish we had more. All right, man, we'll have to do this again. Thank you so much. Okay, God bless, brother. Blessings. Thank you for joining another Back to Jerusalem podcast. Again, I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I'm coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of China. God bless.